Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Have you ever gotten a thousand anonymous phone calls or received unexpected gifts? Have you ever had the feeling you were being watched? Have you tried reporting this person only to be met with just change your name or just move or they'll stop, don't worry? Well, today we're taking a deep dive into stalking. Who does it? How often does it happen? And could it happen to you? Welcome to The Brighter Side. Oh, very nice. Thank you, Eddie. You're always wonderful with the intros. We're talking about stalking. It's our last episode of the spooky season, and nothing's spookier than somebody watching you. To be watched. And, and, uh, and joining us today is uh, your partner in crime, uh, wonderful Natalie Jean. Hell yeah. How are you doing? Good. I I wouldn't even think of stalking as spooky, but I guess you're right. It's very spooky. Very spooky. Yeah, it's the feeling it's, of being watched. Yeah, and they know so much about you. Yeah. They know where you go. That's why, like, sometimes I'll sit on my front porch, I'll have a smoke and a glass of wine to wind down, mm-hmm. and I'll see somebody walking around. I want to acknowledge who they are, just in case, like, notice the shirt, the height, whatever. What do you do? You say, like, hey, fuck face. Hey, you fuck say, you. Are you stalking me? Are you stalking, <laughs> are you stalking me? And he's like, I'm just walking my dog. Uh, I don't look at them directly because people can feel when they're being watched. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that's just like our animal brains. That's left over from Breck and we had to survive in the prairies. Sometimes I'm worried I don't have that instinct because then what if you don't and they are staring at you oh. in a menacing way and you don't know? Yeah. I, you know, me, I, 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 I let them look. You know, I keep the window open. You cut. Hey, yeah, hey. what's going on? You cut nipple holes out of your shirt. Yeah, you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. these old things. Get an eyeful, you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> but um, go. We, I figured it was a wonderful crossover episode with uh, you two have a wonderful podcast on the Last Podcast Network called Someplace Underneath, and uh, where you investigate uh, missing women and expose a bunch of bullshit. I'm just glad my name is now synonymous with stalkers. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Welcome. You, Thanks for having me. No problem. No problem. And uh, I, I want to start off by asking the obvious question. Uh, have you ever had a stalker or anything like that? Not not a terrible, not, not as many as some people have had, but I've had a couple and they are people that I Names and addresses. Knew. 
Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it was never, as far as I'm aware, any strangers. Mm-hmm. People that I was familiar with. Well, it's usually people that you know. And that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes it is like you see someone and you're like, I'm obsessed. But mm-hmm. it's usually somebody you know. And it, it's when it's a domestic person they used to live with, they're the most dangerous. I did a deep dive. Okay. And stalker's mentality. I believe it. And they feel that they're the victim because you broke up with them. Mm-hmm. You've moved on. And they think. Like, so it's you, you're talking about like ex-boyfriends and ex-girlfriends. Ex-boyfriends, ex-husbands, ex-girlfriends yeah. or whatever. So they feel like, oh, they broke up with me. They moved on. They get this glow up on Instagram. I'm the victim. So it's almost like the better you do, the worse they feel. So now they have to go after, like they have to go at you. It's like, um, it's a power thing. But not that I, I, I'm saying that it's okay, but. Doesn't everybody do that? Like, doesn't everyone, like, go see what their ex is up to and stuff like that? Yeah, but do you passively do it or do you do it where you are contacting them when they say, please stop calling me? Yeah. That's the big question. There's a big difference there between looking at Instagram and then, you know, messaging them obsessively. Yeah, and there's a way you can look at someone's stories. It's called storiesaver.net. And you type in their Instagram handle. You scroll down. You click, I am not a robot. It's a way to look at someone's stories without them knowing. Oh, you you're, saw just, you're giving tips to stalkers. That's correct. Yes. Okay. You yeah. can also stand over their bed. I didn't bed. realize this was a pro stalker Yes, episode. we're pro stalkers we're over both. here. We, you know, we like to look at every every side of every it's story. Really fair. You know, you, know, you got to <laughs> help the stalkers and you got to help the people of aid. You got to everyone's... Uh, Equal opportunity. Yeah. That's correct. You know, a way, the only way to get rid of a stalker, which sucks, is to just not respond. Because if they send you a thousand emails and you respond with shut the fuck up, stop talking to me, now they know in their brain, oh, this is what I got to do to get through to them. I got to send them a thousand and one email next time. Totally. Okay. I want to go back to what we were saying, talking about two seconds ago, though. Okay. The Instagram story thing. Mm-hmm. Storiesaver.net. I know you work for storiesaver.net now, but I, I'm, more, I'm more wondering, like, like, is it stalking if you look at someone's Instagram stories? I don't know. No, it's not, no, right? Because no. they're putting it out there into the world. It would and be if you, are, you responded to all of them with like a bunch of emojis or words and they don't respond to you. I feel like that could turn into stalking a little bit. It okay. is stalking. I think it's like stalking light. I, it's kind of like going to the aquarium and thinking you're in the ocean-ish mm-hmm. because if you're like repeatedly doing it, that's like the gateway into it. I yeah, think. and I would also say it depends on the relationship of the person who's doing it. If it's somebody you don't know, it's a little different than if it's like an ex who will not stop messaging you. Right. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, all right. So I, you know, I'm just, you know, because I, I, I think there's a lot of gray area when it comes to this kind of there stuff. Because sure. I've absolutely made up a fake Instagram handle and like tried to look at, tried to follow like an ex boyfriend's new girlfriend mm-hmm. just to be like, hey, I'm Papa Sue. Yeah. I feel like that's a not that uncommon form you could call stalking, but it's not really because stalking is, I think, that's more in, investigating. Yeah. <laughs> I think stalking more infers terrifying somebody. Yes, yes. power. It, you are stalking somebody because you're making them afraid. So if you're secretly just like observing a person, I don't know that it's necessarily what I would call stalking. Yeah, especially when it comes to social media because, you know, as someone who's on there only because I want people to look at me, you know, right. like I'm not, you know, because if I didn't do this, if I didn't do comedy or entertainment, I don't think I would be on social media. No. And, uh, but the, but the fact that I am, because I need to promote myself and, and every time I put something up and it doesn't get a big response, I get upset. Well, it, so, sorry. 
Oh, if, I, I would say, you know, if you follow somebody and are obsessed with them and you have a little shrine to them in your closet or something, it's not necessarily hurting anyone unless like you're married or something that might be weird. Yes. Um, but I don't, I wouldn't, I would say that's probably relatively harmless as long as it doesn't affect your. Yeah. As long as it's the messaging, it's the repeated messaging and the contact, mm-hmm. because then it's a, like a power thing. And like, I want you to feel this way. Mm-hmm. I yeah. want you to message me. I, I, I know that you're suffering and I like that because I'm suffering and I want you to feel how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now we're, you know, I think I feel like this is the first thing we should talk about is the, is the messaging, the direct messaging, because I think all of us can say that we've gotten lots of direct messages from a lot of people and most of them are lovely. Most yeah, of them no, are like yeah. really nice messages from nice people, but you do get the occasion, the occasional, uh, scary one. I like occasional. 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 <laughs> right, right. What's your scary message? It's like, Ed, there's no more snow crabs. I mean, no, oh, oh. there isn't though. There oh, isn't. God forbid. Oh, it's happening. Natalie. Yeah, they're all, everything's dying. I know. They did. Well, didn't there's they go a billion to gone. They went to Russia. That's it. No, oh, they yeah. Died. That's what, oh, they died? Yeah, they're all dead. They're all uh, dead. Yeah, the I, ecosystem is completely. And yeah. there's no more Alaskan crab fishermen this year, so that's jobs out of work. Yeah, and those guys are all drug addicts. So, um, so you know, welcome I, to the drug industry is also suffering because they're gone. Wow, yes. this really makes for cases of like people like my parents that are just like climate's always been changing. We ain't got to worry about it. I'm like, these are jobs that are going to go be going out, and like mm-hmm. now people are going to have to work and. You know, I know you live in a jobless town, but, yeah. but like, you know, that's not good for the rest of the world. People need a place to, to go fair, to. To be fair, they'll probably be the last affected of anybody, you know? Yeah. yeah. They'll just be hanging out there. To be sure. The world's just like the, the sky is rolling in pink. Yeah. And they're just like, it's a hot day. Oh, isn't it? It's not a pretty shade. Yeah. I don't I, mean to uh, do, get, do the accent. That's not fair for me to do the Southern accent. Oh, that's I thought okay. you were doing Alaskan accent. I didn't know they had an accent. Yeah, it's, a, it's like because they can also talk to bears. But the right. uh, going back to what we were saying earlier about those messages, like sometimes, like I remember, uh, for instance, uh, one message I got. Obviously, I'm not going to bring up the person's name. Bring like, him I, don't, up. I don't even remember it because I ended up blocking them, and you know. But uh, it was just like this weird thing where you know, because we do this show. To like kind of help people through their problems, you Mm -hmm. know, and like that's the whole point of the show. And I love getting messages and not that I, I, it's kind of weird to say, but I love that people do come to me with their problems. And I think it's very, you know, I'm, I'm so happy to talk to people through it. And, and I, and I, I'm honored that they think that I'm someone who could help. Obviously I'm not a therapist and, uh, and you, and and if you're having real problems, you shouldn't be coming to me. Um, and I I can only (laughs) give you the advice that I would give my friends and stuff like that. But, uh, I remember one instance where I had this, uh, this, this lady, uh, message me and she gave me a very like, like long, 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 long message. Like everyone who's like, oh, I've sent that a long message. No, you haven't. This person sent me like the longest fucking book long message all about how she used to be a stripper and how many times she was abused and, and all these things. And now she has cancer and oh. like all this stuff. And like, you know, and like, and like go on and on and on. And just like, it just kept getting darker and darker and darker and darker. And then I just wrote back, like, I'm so sorry that happened to you. You don't deserve it. Uh, I, I'm, I'm glad you're facing your trauma and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, something very bland and just like, you know. Concise. Concise. You know, like, I'm, you know, 
way to fight it. You and know? she sent you her tits. And then, uh, no, no. In it, a box? <laughs> <laughs> I sliced my tits off for you, Eddie. Answer me. <laughs> but then I got another, an even longer message after that. Mm-hmm. And then I read part of it and I was like out drinking with y'all. And I'm like, now's not the time to like really dive into this. But it like sent a red receipt. And then I didn't get back to it. And then like two days later, I got like the angriest message from her. Damn. Being like, it's not right to read someone's message that they pour their heart and soul out to and not respond to them. And I was just like, hey, you know, I'm sorry. You know, I was just really trying to take it in. There's a lot of information there and, you know, and all this stuff. And then, uh, and then she, and then she wrote back again. It's like, oh, you messaged me three times now. Are you my boyfriend? And I was just like, block. I was just like, I was just like, I was like, oh, well, that's scary, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. And then you know, I got a couple other similar ones to that. But like I said, ninety nine percent of the time, it's the sweetest, nicest thing. And I don't want to discourage people from messaging. I'm an open book. If I don't want to answer you, I won't answer you. Uh, you know, but you know, so I do enjoy the mail. I enjoy the emails and the direct messages. But uh, occasionally, you get the really scary one. Yeah, and somebody in that state is obviously not well, and they're probably not bad people. Mm-hmm. But um, I think based on like watching my husband and his situ, like his his work and the the years of of this practice that he's had, yeah, a lot of the time, if it seems like somebody is maybe in need of of mental health care, sometimes it's best to not respond at all. Um, not because they don't care or we don't care, but because you can't provide the help that they need yeah. anyway. And um, it won't help their situation. And I, I know that once um, there was a person who the, one of the only times that a response was needed was somebody who was threatening their life, their own life. Yes. Um, and at that point that needed a response, of course, mm-hmm. um, which that entire situation was pretty dire, but um, they are okay. But uh, what is the response to that? Like, you call the police, or well, it, it took a meeting. It was a lot of discussion, and then it was a not. It was a response that was, "We're so sorry you're going through this. We can't help you, but if you want to tell us, like, what area of the country you're in, we can get some resources to you. Um, we can let you, like, we'll give you some numbers, some people maybe you can talk to." And didn't sign it with anybody's name specifically. And then they responded, um, you're right. I think I'm going to try to uh, go back to the insta- the, the hospital. That- wow. Good. That's very emotionally which is, mature. Which a very, yes. And it, that's a very positive. It's not, I don't think it's on our end that that turned out well. It was that person making the step to do that. But we of were course. lucky that that was the response that they gave. Because yeah, I, you can't do too much. Well, of course, and I, you know, I just want to remind everyone another time uh, that we are not psychiatrists, we are not therapists. We're uh, so we're, we're literally just people <laughs> who talk into a microphone and just try to make the world a better place, you know. And you know, we we do our best, but you know, at the same time, uh, you know, you have to make the steps yourself mm-hmm. and contact the proper people to help you because we are not them. But we can. Uh, I, I am here to uh, be positive and and add a positive light into your life. Now, Natalie. Yeah. You saying your who is your husband? I think you met him before, <laughs> Steve Buscemi. Oh, uh, if only. <laughs> he is one. Of, Steve Buscemi is one of those, like, classically not 
handsome guys who's very sexy in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like a there are certain men in Hollywood that I feel like a woman casting director put them in that position, like Robert Pattinson, because a male casting director would be like, it, that's not for the male gaze. Like, I don't think no, men. I, I agree. Yeah, they don't understand why a woman would find that sexy. Like, they, you know, they're kind of weird, gangly men. Yeah. But, but very women. Sexy. Very sexy. They have Pattinson's, to get into that vampire loophole. Yeah. yeah. Pattinson's turned out to be a great actor. Oh, my though. God. He's amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't want to like I try actively tried not to like him. And I mean, have you seen Good Time? So He's, fucking it's good. So, it's good. That was what turned me. Oh. That, that was exactly. I, I saw that and I was like, oh, I guess I got to like this fucking oh. guy. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I um, saw my, the, oh, no, sorry, keep going. Oh, I, I didn't answer your question. My husband is last podcast on the left, Henry Zabrowski. Uh, have you ever dealt with a stalker, Amber? I feel like it's had to have happened to you at some point. It has, but I kind of don't want to elaborate because yeah. they might be listening. Of course, of course. There's a very good chance they're listening. Sorry. No, they're no. good stalkers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. We need the listeners, Amber. <laughs> <laughs> I bumped those numbers. Um, but I will say, I did see the movie Creep. It's a scary movie. Never love seen Creep. it. I never oh. heard of it. Yeah. Even. Oh, man, you'd love Creep. Yeah. yeah. you got to watch it. I won't give it away, and I won't give it away to you or anybody listening mm -hmm. or anybody. But the premise is... This young guy goes to video. He gets a, you know, he answers an ad to come videotape my life for a day. And it's done in found footage. It's done in found footage. And so, as a woman, as a woman, uh, you, <laughs> you kind of learn early on how to deal with creepy stalker like guys, yeah. you know, that are bigger than you and kind of have to like move like a crab, mm -hmm. basically. Like you got to, you got to bob and weave. Bob and weave. And it's interesting because this other man is kind of, Treated like a woman, basically. Mm -hmm. And why I would kind of consider it a dark comedy. I laughed a lot. Oh, yeah. It's definitely a comedy. I mean, it's yeah. dark, but it's, it's supposed to dark. be funny. Yeah, yeah I oh, laughed okay. so much because you're seeing somebody that's never had these, utilized these skills. And he's under this like bro code of just like, come on, bro. We're just like working, bro. And like, he doesn't understand like danger. You, danger. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't get it. And yeah. I'm just kind of like laughing my ass off about all these moves and I won't give it away at the end. It's but also okay. very scary though. It yeah. is very, very scary. You should watch it. When So when does it change from like a crush to stalking? Like what is the, what? just so people know, because I, I guarantee there's a lot of dudes who are stalking and don't even know they're doing it. When it's not a symbiotic relationship, when it's, you have to be able to discern whether or not somebody is responding to you or not. Mm -hmm. And you have to be okay with that if they're not. You, they're not. They're not trying to get you. They're not. Tr they're not trying to get you more invested when they're rejecting you, basically. And I yeah. mean that can go for. I mean, women are definitely stalkers too. This is Absolutely. Definitely not a oh yeah. Thing I've stalked sure. many of folks. I mean, you're not really stalked. Though. I've watched a man sleep. Oh <laughs> I'm <just> yeah. Kidding. <laughs> I mean, Julie takes pictures of me sleeping. Which she is did. All the time. No, she showed me one day. There's a whole bunch of them. Well, if you're married, that's just love. Yeah, well, a lot of these we weren't married. You know, but, you know, <laughs> what am I going to do? I did take a video of you once. You were taking a nap, and you and Rambo were by each other, and, like, Rambo was snoring, and you were snoring, mm -hmm. and it was both consecutively so loud. Oh, I yeah. had to take a video. <laughs> but I only sent it to you and Julie. I didn't put it on the internet. I don't even remember this. Okay. But um, I, I was doing some research, and it says that one in four women are victims of stalking uh, at some point in their life. And uh, for men, it's one in 13. Yeah. I believe that just because societally we've encouraged men to act a certain way or to yes. feel entitled. And it's not because men are garbage. It's that I think 
a lot of bad things have been uh, circulated through the last couple centuries. Oh, yeah. About- like yeah. John Hughes movies. You're told to like, you know, they reject you. You follow them. You you go and you you're there. You go to their house. And you hold a boombox up and you and like and you you break. You go to the airport and you chase them down to sure. their gate. You know, and you you don't take no for an answer. And it's yeah. like this is like and it's and you're taught that that's what women want. Right. And so and it's like and it's a really and now obviously I feel like that's all changing. Like you know, romantic comedies are a little different. Love stories in general are a little yeah. are a little more. Uh, they go both ways and stuff. But as a kid, I was taught that, you know, as a man, if I'm not aggressive, that women won't like me or women won't want to be with me. And I think that that's true across the board. And I, and you're definitely not a creep or a stalker, but you were told that that was like, oh, chicks love that. Um, I think step one is to smell nice. Yes. That's how the good difference between a stalker and a a guy that might want to date you. Uh, Smell nice. So you say all stalkers stink? Or just, you know, just be an appeasing person to be around. Yeah, mm-hmm. not too much cologne either, because that can be really awful. Yeah. I can't do cologne. No, it makes my, my head hurt. I, I can't. I hate it. It drives me nuts. I Last time I put on cologne was probably prom. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's just like, I, it's just not for me. And you want your pheromones to shine. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to mask them. Well, I mean, we've said this many times, but I, I don't get, not no offense to anybody, but when you online date and you become like very committed to each other before you've smelled each other because scents like body scents are very, very important to me. Yes, it is. I think a lot of people, right. It's hard to, you can't know if you are like attracted to somebody, if you can't smell them at all, you instinctually know. And here's a fucked up fact I read recently when you're on birth control, it messes up your olfactory sense. So you can be with somebody and not know how they smell like your hormones. You don't understand your hormone. And then you get off of it and you're like, Oh, you smell different to me right now. Uh-oh. I hate you. Mm. That's a predicament. Yeah. Uh-oh. That is a predicament. That is. Um, I, 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 It's not proper, but it is. I, I will say it is part of the show where we, we try to write some jokes about our subject. I wrote a couple jokes. You let me know if they're in poor taste. Do you, it. You, no, you, do you, it. You didn't write any jokes. I didn't. Because you, 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 you have a better sense of reality than I do. No. <laughs> But, yeah, I got a whole thing on the cycle of violence, but yeah, you do it. You're very yeah. sensitive, Ed. All right, so we'll see. We'll see what these. You know, we'll see. Right, so, uh, my favorite stalkers are corn stalkers because they're delicious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these aren't offensive. Yeah, yeah, these okay, are okay. great. That's that's. I think that's fine. Say, say what you want about how bad stalkers are, but they sure are patient. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's true. Uh, and that's a virtue. I only stalked one person in my whole life, but in my defense, they were holding a Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> Technically, you were stalking the Philly cheesesteak. Yes, yes. I got to get up. Yeah, see, a harmless joke. I like to put a little yeah. Philly cheesesteak behind my ears. Mm. Let the men follow me around. Oh, my God, yeah. you're going to get nibbled on. Oh, yes. Ooh, yes, the whiz. It's the whiz that got you. <laughs> <laughs> a little canned cheese. Mm. So I had an interesting, I don't, it's not proper stalking, but I had it like in, um, in high school, I had this dude who wouldn't stop following me around. He had a guy crush on you, a bro crush. A bro crush. And it like, I, it was, it got weird after like he would, you know, I, he was just a little, it was too much, you know, it was a little too aggressive and it got to the point where, you know, like I'd get out of work and he'd be leaning against my car. Whoa. And like I'd go home and he'd be in my driveway. You got bro stalked. I mean, like, do you think do you think I, he was like in love with you? 
I don't know. It's possible. It's possible. Like I would throw a party and he would, and we would specifically not tell him about it, but he would eventually show up around my house Aww. anyway. You he know, was looking like, for friends yeah, in he the wrong places. Well, I, yeah, no. And it was, it ended up being, it, it had to, at one point I had to like break up with him. Yeah. yeah. I had to be like, man, this has got to stop. I need time apart. You are not my favorite person in the world. Yeah. You know, and it was, a, it was a very awkward uh, situation. Listening to your favorite podcast. That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire university. That's really smart. With 24 seven access to coursework, no set class times and dedicated student support. You can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And that is, that is hard when you come across somebody who probably doesn't really fully understand social cues. And it's not that they're trying to scare you or trying to be menacing, but they they maybe don't have like a full sense of what's appropriate. Because mm-hmm. that happens sometimes. Um, I've done that might it be that case with that guy that he yeah. wasn't like trying to be a creep. Yeah. I've definitely like, set my cafeteria tray down at a table on the first day of school, thinking I'm making friends because I socialize. Well, that's different. And they're all I've making fun of me to my face, and I'm just like laughing and making jokes. And then like years later, I'm like, oh, they didn't like me. That yeah. just sounds, that sounds like their jerks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You got to give it back. I know? mean, I was. I remember just kind of like, I never gave it back to them. I was always mm-hmm. just like nice and kind of like let it roll off and making jokes about the food. And like, I would. I remember taking the bread and making like a train. Be like, choo-choo, bread train. <laughs> choo-choo, that bread that train. That killed on the table? No, it didn't kill. Oh, wow. I think they called me a stupid bitch. Um, <laughs> whatever. They're all miserable right now. They are. Yeah. They are. And look at me now, drinking wine with two of the best Three of the best people because we got Madeline on the turntables. So, all right, let's say like a stalker situation started. Someone started following you. Obviously, you're married, you know, or whatever. Or you know, it's what? How would you handle it? Like, you know, you can't. You just can't like give them any attention because it no. Like, even bad attention is still good attention with them. You have to cut all contact off. So what? So what happens if they're outside your house? What do you do? Uh, well, it depends on if you feel like your life is being threatened. Um, if if they are getting to the point where you are scared for your life, unfortunately, you have to call the cops, which sucks because a lot of the time they barely help or don't help at all. Yeah. Restraining orders also don't, unfortunately, do a lot, but they can be a symbolic thing that can scare somebody. It's also good to have it on a track record yeah. to be like, yeah. oh, it looks like they called the cops on this person a month ago. So mm-hmm. obviously it's been a it's been a kind of a record. Um, also, mm-hmm. exactly. Document everything that you can. Absolutely. Yeah. Everything that you fucking can. That was save a moment. All of- everything. I save all my messages. Like yeah. from every, anytime someone like gets in a fight with me or whatever, or like not that it happens hardly ever, but I keep that shit. Like, yeah. I, you know, I make sure that. I have all the correspondence and all that stuff. And, 
you know, just in case anyone ever wants to see it or, you know, I, you know, it's just like you go to court. It's there. Also, if you because you want to lash out and be like, fuck you, mm. Bob, but you can't do that in case you go to court. You kind of and I hate to say this, you kind of have to be the perfect victim, because even yeah, if right. they have all of this track record and oh, my God, this person's been on their property, this person's been funk if doing what if you call them like a bad words, the courts can be like, I don't know. Looks like they were calling them bad words. Maybe they're both bad. You kind of yeah. have to be, you know, an calm. angel. Calm. Be calm. You do. That's sadly. another thing in the yeah. movie once Creep. Once you is, start yelling, you lose. Once you start yelling, you lose. And also, if it's a, a stalker who likes that sort of attention, it's just going to egg them on, like you said, Amber. It's going to yeah. egg them on. And another thing in the movie Creep, he calls the police. Mm -hmm. And he's like, he's coming after me. He's stalking me. And they all just, like, disregard him. Mm -hmm. And he, like, can't believe that someone's disregarding his voice. And I was like, <laughs> welcome to the world of women. Yeah, yeah bro. Sure. Yeah, no, <laughs> screenshot everything. Mm -hmm. Screenshot everything. I like, and whenever I get a creepy message or anything like that, I just screenshot it and ignore it. And if it happens again, I have it on record and all that stuff. It's I just, always, in my mind, if if that situation occurred, I always imagine that I would literally live stream. Have the, to. The more faces and, and people involved, they want they want you to be scared enough that you isolate yourself. Most yeah. Time so. Don't if you have any availability to not isolate yourself, that's going to be a lot of power in your corner. One time I was in the train tracks in Flagstaff, Arizona, and the train was late. We're talking hours late. It's already 2 a.m., you know, and it's mm -hmm. like they're like, it's always run late here. And I'm like sipping on some wine by the train tracks, just waiting for the thing, Amtrak. And I'm like, let's go live stream right now because it's like 2 a.m. I'm a little bit tipsy because I thought the train was coming at 1.30 and it's already like backed up. So I remember going on a YouTube, not YouTube, but an Instagram live just to have people watching mm -hmm. just in case something happened. Yeah. It leaves a trail too. Yeah. Why did I do that? Why did I take the train at 1 a.m.? We all did, baby. Yeah. We've all been there. I guess so. Yeah. Right. No, that's not that weird. If the train's running, someone's going to be on it. It's weird. Trains are so weird in the trust in society that I'm not just going to like run on the tracks. We're all just like waiting. Well, I mean, it's outside. like that every time you go up a staircase, you know, right. like, yeah, you're not going to jump. Anything can be a weapon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's look around this room. So I got this Vaseline. I go, Wah! you know what I mean? Oh yeah. It's don't you, don't you, don't, you guys all don't have intrusive thoughts about every single thing that could kill you or another person. Every oh, single yeah. thing. Okay, I was at a birthday party and it was like by uh -oh. this pool and this, um, lady, she is, um, you know, it, she's having a lot of like uh, disabilities in her life right now and really needs this birthday. Mm -hmm. I think she like just went through an accident. She really needs this cake and really needs the friends around. But her mother was walking by the pool with the cake and the sparklers. <gasps> and my intrusive thought was, what if I pushed oh. the mom in the pool? Wouldn't yeah. that be so funny? That's, you know, I think that's technically a crime. That would be a crime. Yeah, it's assault, right? Yep, that would be assault. And I was like, I guess I'd have to run my whole brain. I guess like, in America, without America's funniest home videos now, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Biden. Oh. <laughs> but I was like, I guess if I pushed her in, I could like run out in the streets and just keep running. And I, of course, just woke up to happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that that's. I'm going to say that's normal just so that I feel better about myself. That yeah. A lot of people have those thoughts. Mm -hmm. What would it make, what would take it to the next level for you? For someone like a, like a night, you're taking it from like a nice message or a nice interaction to, uh, to, all right, I need to shut this down. When it becomes confrontational, I think that there's just a shift in tone, really. Oh, of like, you've got to listen to me. Yeah. yeah. Or like, um, 
a feeling of entitlement that that hasn't been earned in yeah. their in their message where it's like you know if you don't know somebody or if you know somebody well and you are clearly not interested in talking to them anymore but they act like as though you've done something wrong that's fucking weird i do think it's just a tonal thing yeah yeah every it's every time every situation's different i think yeah cuz you know when someone's coming at you being cool maybe they're like they're a little socially inept, but they're trying. Mm -hmm. And you know the difference between that and someone who has like a malevolent spirit. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, like sometimes like we were saying, it's not always somebody who's trying to be scary. And sometimes you have to navigate that too, where somebody doesn't understand social cues. And then yeah. hopefully you try to handle that without being too cruel or mean, but like hope that they respect your boundaries after that. You just have to hope for the best. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes it doesn't work that way. Yeah. Yeah. Cause my, my really only like my main person who I would consider a stalker was an ex who still kind of bugs me. Like I have to keep blocking him from stuff still. And we broke up 17, 18 years ago. Wow. wow. He still thinks about you. Cause he could have gotten you pregnant and you could have had like a family. I bet I that goes in his head right now. Of, like the kids, what your kids would look like. I, I had, uh, I had to leave the state as because he was 13 years older than I was. Ew. So he kind of groomed me a little bit. I was 19 when we met. And um, I had to, I got out of the state. And right before I left, uh, my friends told me he was there. We had a going away party for me and that he was going to propose to me at the party. Um, and they stopped him, thankfully. <laughs> but then he kept showing up um, where I was and still bothers me and sometimes my parents. Holy, so, and he's and a full-grown man. I mean, he's in his 50s now. So. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my, he was going to propose to you? Mm -hmm. You know, There was this video. Um, I don't want to say who it is, but I went to this wedding, and our friend was there. And she was like, so my other friend, so I've never met this girl. And she's in a relationship with this guy, and this guy won't let her alone. And she showed me even a video of them in a Mexican restaurant and him like barging in and being like, Hey, where were you? You went out without me. And like, he won't let her have social media. He watches everything. But my friend was like, but I, they're in a relationship. The girl is kind of, she's been kind of groomed. And my friend says, I have to be on his side kind of, because if I tell her how I truly feel, she will leave me also. Cause she can't talk to her friend, her family. Mm -hmm. I I agree. I think you can be in a relationship and also be a stalker. Absolutely. That guy was to me. Whenever yeah. I wanted to get away from him, he would try to track me down. He would go show up at my parents' house asking where I was, even though I hadn't lived there for five years. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. And that was a stalking situation. You wouldn't have left. Yeah. Do you think you would have left the state if he wouldn't have stalked you? Absolutely not. And in that sense, he That's saved me. That's the brighter me. side. Yeah, that is the yeah. brighter side. He saved, he, he made this life I have now. Jeez. I would have never left Pittsburgh probably. And look wow. who you are now. Getting yeah. drunk with a dog in a house. <laughs> but no. I, at this wedding, I, I was like, can we get Snapchat? So I filmed like a 30 second, cause Snapchat's very short. Mm -hmm. And I filmed like a quick thing to send to her that was like, get out of this relationship. This man is an abuser. Um, I've had experience in this sort of situation. I hope you leave. You will find hope. There are like, go to women. Women will help. And I hope that the message got to her. It's kind of like a message in a bottle. We just yeah. like throw it in the ocean and like I pray to God like she found it and she's gone because like yeah. watching that video of this dude just showing up at a Mexican restaurant just being like, hey, you went out without me. I was like, this is 
that's another one of those tonal cues of mm-hmm. is does he not understand social situations or is he an abuser? Yeah. And this sounded like a fucking abuser. Yeah, it's so hard to tell from the outside, but it doesn't sound like it's good, whatever the case. Hey, Natalie, you went out without me. See, but I, it's fun when you do it. You're <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, shots. Shots, shots. Can I, can, I, can I be treated like an idiot for two seconds? Yeah. Can we talk about grooming and like what that entails? It's fun when you do it to dogs, bad you do it to children. (laughs) I know. I just watched like an hour of a woman's channel on YouTube where she grooms dogs and like explains it. And it is so relaxing. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's lovely. I'll watch a dog do anything. Yeah. Well, Um, almost anything. uh, Would you watch (laughs) a dog take a shit? I mean, all the time. Probably three times (laughs) a day. That's like every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a a good portion of my life. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, so I understand that, like, grooming, like, someone underage and stuff like that. But you were saying you were 19 and he was grooming you. Now, is that, to me, just, you know, like, devil's advocate, like, you're of age. Mm -hmm. And is that, what what is the difference between... uh, being nice to someone and then later dating them and grooming is is that grooming? No, definitely not. Um, I again, it's it's a situation based situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I would put grooming into the category of somebody who has there's a, a significant age difference. This is just my personal definition. I How don't actually balance? know that there is there might be a psych like a psychology based definition, but it is a power balance issue and it is. Somebody who is knowingly leading a younger person into a situation that serves them more than the other person or both parties. So, like, when I was in that situation, I had just turned 19. He was in his early 30s. And somebody who was a young person who was kind of trying to figure the world out and kind of lost and kind of messed up. Your brain's still forming. That I can see now as an adult, he honed in on things that I wasn't ready to understand or process and knew how to lock me into a severely abusive relationship where he controlled everything, but also was like emotionally dependent on me um, in a way that I couldn't understand because if you're under the age of like 23, you really are still just trying to figure your life out. There's really no way to escape that. It's just human nature. I always say, you know, not to be a dick about it, but I don't, you know, you're not worth talking to until you're 24. I agree. <laughs> and, and that's a good way to look at dating, too, if you're an older person. It yeah. There, yeah. there are always exceptions. I There are I don't think porn should be till 25, to be honest. That's my hot take. I, I, I agree. I'm 25 no. across the board. Yeah, you agree. know, rental cars, military, booze, yeah, what do you private mean 18? anyway. 18-year-olds getting S- fucked on camera? They don't know the long-term repercussions of this. They've no. only had 18 years of a- life. 18-year-olds going off to fucking Iraq and no. fighting yeah. to the death. Absolutely. They, you know, it, like, they are they are being, they're, they're given away as a sacrifice for sure because you don't know what you're doing at that age. Yeah. So technically you could say that like go, you know, not you know, take the sex out of it, and like go into the military part of it. Like they are grooming. R- ROTC oh, oh, 100% is grooming. grooming. Yes, is yeah. grooming for the military. You are conditioning people to murder in order to and to and have them look at it through the scope of like patriotism. And it, wow, it, it's, I never thought about it like that till yeah. this moment. But yeah, it's so know, we, crazy. Yeah, and it, and I don't even I wouldn't even say grooming is necessarily based on an age range as much as like. A person who's vulnerable in a certain situation with a person who is not vulnerable 
taking advantage of that person. Yeah. Most of the time it's a young person, but it could be like could somebody be- who just got out of like a really bad marriage or an yeah. abusive relationship and somebody sees that and maybe they have money or something like oh, that. Oh, I remember yeah. these motherfuckers. I Because I sent my mom to Gamblers Anonymous. Yeah. And then she, she went there and then it was just filled with these old gangsters trying to get like her social security number. Totally. And like, Disgusting. and she like fell in love with one of them. And he, and he was like, like just by sight, I could tell he was a piece of shit. I think that's a form you know? of grooming. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. And it's just like, that is, it is. Cause yeah. you take a vulnerable person at their most desperate and then you get everything you can out of them. Yeah. Grooming is um really popular in like Alcoholics Anonymous also. Mm-hmm. I think there's a, there's a term called the ninth step. I believe it's the ninth step because there's eight steps. Twelve steps. Twelve steps. So the thirteenth, sorry, the thirteenth step. Yeah. And it was like an odd number. So there's twelve it's steps. It's also in, a shitty bar in the East Village. Yes, that's right. That's right. It's a shitty bar. <laughs> because thirteenth step is a term in AA where it's usually young women. Sometimes it can be a young man. Uh-huh. Um, and they are, you know, they're in this program, they're trying to get better. And then here comes somebody else, usually a counselor or someone who's been there a while, who says, Hey, Come be with me. Come be my significant other. And then they kind of, a.k.a. groom them. And that person usually ends up, you know, being abused and then going back into the system or saying, I don't like AA. I'm going to keep drinking because it feels good right now. And then now, you know, cut to them a few months later. They're like sleeping on the street. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. it's, that's really just. And that's why the 13th bar is. It's so disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Grooming, I think, is like a long term plan most of the time. And it is all consuming. That's what I would consider grooming. Like, you got to get their spirit. Mm-hmm. And you got to yeah. say, like, I know the answers. Just let me lead the way. Yeah. No, I, I think that, that that that's personally my definition of grooming. That not that might not be the actual textbook definition. Let me that's look at the I definition think. of groom. Yeah, let's look, let's look it up. All right, Ed, you got any more questions for us? We'll look up the definition of grooming. Well, I, you know what I found here is, um, uh, yeah, I would love to get your opinion on this. Uh, I went to a wiki how. And I wanted to see, like, uh, how you should react if you think someone is stalking you. And they gave you uh, uh, five uh, simple steps. And you let me know what you agree with and what you don't agree with. And this is on WikiHow? WikiHow. WikiHow. All right. right, So number one, they say uh, cease communication. Great. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, avoid communication uh, with the stalker. A stalker's behavior makes them feel like they have power over you. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you provide any reaction, even telling them to leave you alone, they have successfully manipulated you into getting uh, you to respond to them. Uh, Never respond or react to them. Agree. Agreed. Yeah. Do not do not respond to any other texts, emails, or website comments. Instead, save all of the communications for evidence. Yes. That is intense. Yeah, because you want to respond. And it's so like, hard not you, to. Fuck you. That's you their can't. whole point. They that's their goal is to get you to respond. Because then when you go to court, they're gonna take your response mm-hmm. and they're gonna say, Oh, look at what they did. They yeah, they're cursed. They're baiting you. They're it's basically uh what it's trolling. It is tro- it is absolutely trolling on a like much more severe level. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, this is a take all threats seriously. Uh, if the stalker has directly or indirectly threatened to harm you, believe them mm-hmm. and contact law enforcement immediately and make plans to be safe. Uh, make sure you record and report all details of the threat once you are safe in a safe place. A stalker uh, may also threaten suicide mm-hmm. in order to manipulate you, particularly if you were previously in a relationship that with them. That guy did it. That guy did it to me. Yeah. And, and if this happens, you contact law enforcement. And I always agree with that. And I and I remember my 
it sounds so fucked up. My mom used to do this to me. She used to always like threaten to like to kill herself. Yeah. Oh. And and then so I remember it was like it was like a bunch of times in a row. And then I was like, you know what? Next time you do it, I'm calling the cops. Yeah. You want to threaten this one more time? I'm not going to sit here. I'm not going to take it. You know, granted, she was incredibly depressed, but refused to go to therapy. Yeah. You know, and all this stuff. And so it was just like, if you do this again. I'm fucking calling the police. They're going to come to your house and you're going to have to fucking deal with it Damn. because I'm two hours away. You know, like what the hell am I, I supposed mean, that, to do? That's, a, that's love on your end. That, that's, it's nice. You did that. It's, it's hard for her to have done that to her son, even though I, I know that she, she's a good lady. Yeah. I mean, everyone desperation to make you do Definitely. the craziest thing in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's like, and, and, and I think in that sense, I don't know, I can't speak for you, but I, I think in that sense, it wasn't because she was trying to like, intimidate you or something no she was she, it was a cry for help for real for from her absolutely yeah. no it was it was you know and um uh make changes to your technology uh if your stalkers a lot of people are stalked by an ex you know so if your stalker has had access to your phone or computer get new ones obviously this is an option for most people mm -hmm. um but uh the old ones may be infected with spyware or gps tracking devices you can trade in the old ones sometimes there's like stores in your neighborhood where they're like i'll take your old computer you might not get as new of a good computer but mm -hmm. you'll get a new computer yeah they'll just trade it in yeah and uh, get new email addresses and phone numbers mm -hmm. and if they had keys Change those. Even if they give you the keys back, they oh, could yeah, they no, could have made copies. Yeah. yeah, you got to change those locks. Have you, you know? have you been following? We talked about it on the show today. Have you been following Amaranth? Um, the saga of that. No, I don't know anything She's a about it. Twitch star. She has like five million followers, millions of followers. Um, and she's usually, she's very beautiful, usually in some sort of like provocative outfit. She and does hot tub hot tub streaming, which hot is tub a whole streaming. thing. Yeah. on Twitch. Yeah, and she just has like it's I mean, be an audio nightmare. She's usually in a bikini and like talking to people. I like her. Yeah. Um, I totally follow her. Cool. Yeah. And, um, you know, people are any given time. There's like 29,000 viewers. It's like, she's like one of the top stars, Okay, but she, uh, and she's always been like, I'm single donate to me. And like, here's my only fans. And she's always on the internet. I'm talking like 19 hours a day. Wow. So come to find out she's had a husband this whole time, who has been forcing her to do this. Whoa. Essentially human trafficking her. But the only way that we found out is that she, he had the, just the other day had threatened to kill her pets and she was desperate and she went on live and let him just like dig his own grave while he screamed and screamed at her. Didn't know he was on a live stream. Wow. And, um, but I would consider him a potentially like in the stalker range because yeah. he watched Every second of her life was only letting her sleep three to five hours a night so that she could make him money. And she did not want to do the sexy stuff. She just Damn. said that today and he made her. Wow. And lie about her marriage status. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. 
But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That's awful. And like there's people are like these are awful people online and they don't count for everybody. But they're mad at her for lying, quote unquote, lying to them because they gave her money. And I'm like, she was being trafficked. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like she did this on purpose to you. I mean, even if she chose to lie about it, like, do you think that that's going to be your girlfriend? Because that's kind of a you problem. (laughs) It's a you problem. Also, like, a lot of people don't know they're being abused when they're being abused. They don't. You know, and they think it's like, oh, he cares so much about me. He wants to know everything about my life and all this stuff. It's like, no, he's fucking destroying you. I actually have a little bit on the cycle of violence. The cycle of violence is a tool developed by researcher Lenore Walker and detailed in her book, The Battered Woman, published in 1979, Walker created this tool to describe the cyclical nature of battering and its effects on its victims. So there's like, you know, usually try to a victim tries to leave seven to 14 times mm-hmm. and it's not that easy just to leave. And it's, it's impossible. There yeah. is a cycle. So, you know. There's no starter ending. It's like a snake eating its own tail. But we'll start somewhere around the the calm phase where they go and it's the person you fell in love with. And then there's the tension phase where you're walking on eggshells and everything has to be perfect. And then there's the crisis phase where everything blows up and it's worse than ever before. And then you rinse and repeat. So after because like when the blow up section mm-hmm. happens, all you want to do is try to get it to stop. And then it's calm again. And then when it's calm again, you can't rustle any feathers because then it's going to start over. And so you just keep doing it over and over, over and over. over again. Yeah. And and in like the situation where you were just saying it's, it takes that many times, um, like with Amaranth, she, he was controlling her bank accounts. Wow. So it's not like people can just go like, I'm going to put on a cap and I'm going to walk out the door. No, it's millions stick. of dollars in that bank account. I mean, it's like it's like pimping in the future. It's totally human trafficking. It is. Yeah. I remember I was, um, I used to have this job at uh, the grocery store where I would hand out samples. One of Mm -hmm. my favorite jobs besides this one. I bet it would make people happy because they're like free food. They just get free food and you just like talk to people all day. And you, I make more money doing that than I would sitting in an office, but I digress. But there was this one couple I still remember. So this woman kind of trottles up to me in these sunshades on She's about in her 40s and she's like, hey, you have a sample? Just like out of it. And then her husband comes over and he's just like, what are you doing going off? And he's like this fit, bald, short. (laughs) And he like grabs her by the arm, like grabs the meat of her arm. Mm. And he's like, what are you doing going off? And I was like, I'm handing out samples. Would you like some chocolate? And he's like, "What?" he looks me up and down menacingly because we had a moment together, just she and I. And he's just like, What? What? What are you doing? And I was like, it's some chocolate and like some lint chocolate. Wouldn't you like? And he's like, no. And he's like, the way his attitude was, was like, this guy's bad, you yeah. know? And then I saw them walk down the aisles. Like, I'm looking for Triscuits, specifically Triscuits. Jesus. And I was like, well, the cracker aisles, it was like right down by me. And he's yeah. like, I'm looking for Triscuits. And I see them just like, he's like, where are the Triscuits? And he's like screaming about Triscuits. And then she's just like, tee hee 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 with a so glass. So she was just drugged up. Uh, yeah. And or like he, completely detached. She was just yeah. detached. Because I don't think she, she didn't seem like she was on drugs. Like she wasn't really slurring. She was mm-hmm. just kind of like. It's like when you see somebody <sighs> not reacting in a way you would imagine when somebody's like 
being creepy, but they're so accustomed to it. They're just like, oh, it's just being him. Yeah. And she probably yeah. has to act that way for him to like, you have to kind of soften your voice because we're in the in the nice period right now. Just like when we fell in love. Mm-hmm. If I talk like this and you won't hit me, I bet she had because she had like a um, under the glasses, like a like a little bitty thing of a black eye, but mm. she didn't take them off fully. I don't know. Yeah. But I could see like, you know, that little bitty purple run mm. under your bag. And he's like screaming about where are the Triscuits. And yeah. I was like, this is an abusive relationship. He's probably a masochist because everyone knows those Triscuits. They cut up the roof of your mouth. Yeah, don't he, fucking don't talk shit on Triscuits. Why do you want the Ritz crackers are right there, buddy? What are you doing with Triscuits? It, with all due respect, Triscuits are by far superior to Ritz crackers. <laughs> I do like the black pepper Triscuits. Right. But he kept grabbing her by her arm. But it's mm-hmm. one of those things of like, I can't really call the cops and be yeah. like, I get bad vibes from this dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, this dude was like not chill. Nine one one. Somebody was like off today. <laughs> I mean, you can't. Even, you can hardly get cops. I mean, it's not even the cops' fault. The laws are. There's just so much going on. Terrible. Um, sometimes it's the cops' fault, but sometimes if you call it like the person we just <laughs> we're covering right now, he's raped hundreds of little girls, and mm-hmm. he is still walking the streets of Florida. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you can't just call being like, I think this woman's being beaten because there's nothing. And I couldn't do. talk to her because she was just like out of it. Mm-hmm. Like in that three seconds that I was like, would you like some chocolate? And she's like, it was crazy. You just totally disassociated. Yeah. It's, it's a tough situation. And when you see something like that, what? there there are people, I mean, who do have done things like trying to secretly reach out. But it's really difficult. And if they are, they're caught, that's probably going to make their life worse. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's really it's really tricky. You know, interesting when we talk about the cops because I remember when I worked with the cops uh, when we were doing that special, we were roasting the police. Uh, they were saying that the scariest situation that they walk into are always domestic calls. Yeah, because everyone's so heated. Even like like even the person that's being abused can turn violent against the police very fast. That's all they know is violence. Yeah, and so it's uh, they say those are always the. Uh, the scariest and most on edge they can be. And the person has to say, yes, I am being beat. But the thing is, they won't say it usually because they feel like, oh, what what happens if this person isn't taken away? And a lot of times they're not. It's the problem. If they do say, yeah, I need to press charges or yeah, I'm in danger, a lot of times they're not going to be protected. No, so, they're going to fucking yeah. die. It's not like they're going to put a cop outside their house for all, right. for all the time. They, it, it, all right, it's successful. You, the guy goes away. He's in jail for eight hours. Yeah. But he, when he gets out, he's still got to go back home. Yeah. Yeah. I think really sadly in our in our country, and I, I do think that's important that we don't just throw people in jail for everything, but our laws are really set up to protect like violent, um, like domestic issues, it, they're protecting the the perpetrator way more than the victim most of the time. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Like kind of like how prostitutes are thrown in jail, but pimps are kind of like they're cool. They they're got, cool. They got cool hats. They I'd, like make songs about them. Yeah. Like people love a pimp. I know someone who was uh, forced into stealing a bunch of money by their uh, gangster boyfriend. And uh, they went to jail. Yep. I and nothing it. happened. To the, and if they didn't do it, they would have got the shit kicked out of them. Yeah. And so it's just like, it, that's the kind of stuff that happens. A lot of women in prison are there because they've murdered their traffickers. They fought back. 
Um, that's why usually ladies have to do the crab move. See, this mm-hmm. is what happens when you bring on someplace underneath. We're not even talking about stalkers now. We're just like <laughs> social justice problems. Come on, Amber. <laughs> let's get this fun. Let's talk about it. Well, going back to stalkers, another thing on the the, um, the old WikiHow page, they say uh, an, an important thing to do is get support from uh, family and friends. But that's why people, they try to cut off family and friends mm-hmm. first. Yeah. I can't believe your mother said that to you. You should never talk to her. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. They totally do that. Um, but it is important if you feel like you're in a situation to inform others about your situation. Yeah. Uh, one of the most important things you can do is let people know about the stalking. Uh, sharing your concerns with people you trust will gain you a much needed uh, network of support. Mm-hmm. These people will also keep an eye out for you and uh, help keep you safe. Unless they're screaming about Triscuits. And then I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> are they being abused right now? <laughs> um, no, those all sound, I think those are great. I yeah. loved all of those. Yeah, yeah. Keep a healthy support of friends. That's very important for you. And so if you're being, if you feel like you're being stalked, if you feel anything, like talk to people about it. Yeah. Because yeah. an outside perspective is always important. I mean, this is coming from somebody who bottles up all their shit all the time. Mm-hmm. He's be like, I'm doing it myself. I can't tell Totally. Anybody. It's easier said than done, but you're right. Yeah. yeah just try to people. talk to, talk to as many people as you can about it, frankly. Mm-hmm. Even if you feel like you're in the wrong, because that's what abusers do mm-hmm. is they like to feel, they like to tell you that what you did is bad. Yeah. You said this thing that I did. The fact that you said something that I did was bad makes you just as bad. I believe they call that being gislet. so share Uh, another one it says vary your routine Uh, change up your daily routine and do your best to avoid getting into any specific pattern Uh, take a different way to work uh, leave at different times find other places to get your coffee uh, switch around the days of your exercise classes wow I mean I take the bus yeah it's it's, that's a difficult feat for a lot of people yeah you know people work all day and they have, you know, 12 hour days. A lot of times they can't be like, well, how do I reschedule myself? So I'm not attacked mm-hmm. by this person. I know if somebody wants to attack me on the bus, I'll get these fucking other oh, crate. I'll get some crackhead on your back. Yeah. Don't worry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, um, collect evidence in pursuing legal options. Mm-hmm. Uh, speak to a victim advocate, uh, call a crisis hotline to speak with someone who can uh, help you learn more about stalking laws in your location, help develop some strategies to stay safe and refer uh, you to other services. One number you can call is the Victim Connect Resource Center at 855-4-VICTIM. Now, victim is spelled yeah. with an I-M. I always thought it was a U-M. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I always been spelling it wrong. My V i c t u m. That's what I thought. That sounds like a vacuum cleaner for serial killers. Victim. <laughs> um. Slurp up the fears. <laughs> <laughs> and you can also go to storysaver.net and look no. at someone's story <laughs> without them knowing. But no, I think those are really good. Like the the collecting evidence and stuff. Unfortunately, you cannot depend solely on the system to help you because nah. it won't most of the time. Never. But if you do enough of the legwork, uh, they will sometimes be able to come through. Also, the more work you do, the less work a lawyer does, and you're saving money. Saving, you're saving money. Yes. Also, get a gun. I well, don't think know. that's on the well, WikiHow list, but I no, say get not. a gun. Well, most times the gun will be used against you. But yes, yeah, and you will go Especially to jail. if you're scared and you yeah. pull out a gun against someone who is your abuser and is not scared of you, they'll just take it. Yes. They'll take it. I, I would, I would personally say I'd only advise somebody to get a gun if they're 
very well trained and constantly refresh their training in gun safety. I would like to take back what I said. Go to gun training courses. Yes. It's good It's good to know, at least, even if you don't want a gun, which I completely understand, it's good to know how to operate a gun and know how they work, truly. Yeah. Go yeah. To because gun- we live in a, a country where they will not ever go away. No, mm-hmm. they won't. So yeah. just go. Figure it out. Learn how to do it. Maybe you'll make eye contact with a cutie at the range. Wink. Also, <laughs> learn how to, to, to swing a broadsword. Yeah. That's fun. Fuck yeah, learn how to sword fight. I found a, a, a fun BuzzFeed article where it has a bunch of famous people, stalkers. You want to hear some fun? Uh, yeah. Well, let me see fun. if I know them all. All right. Let's see. Taylor Swift. Oh, I don't know Taylor Swift. stalker Swift's. drove from Colorado to her home in Beverly Hills with a knife. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Taylor has had a number of stalkers attempt to break I into her various that, homes yes. over the span of her career. <coughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> earlier this year, two men uh, were arrested for uh, separate attempts at breaking into her New York City apartment. One was sentenced to 30 months in prison Woo. Not, uh, for not only stalking, but threatening to kill Taylor. In 2018, a 38-year-old Julius Sandrock drove from Colorado to Taylor's home in Beverly Hills. He was masked and had a knife with him. Taylor later filing a restraining order against him. Uh, Muhammad Jafar was also arrested in 2018 and sentenced to six months. Do you think it like it just, she doesn't even care anymore? Like at this point? I mean, I imagine she has to have a huge security team with her all the time. Yeah. And I think tw- she probably doesn't like it. God, yeah. that's gotta suck. Don't you want to go to like karaoke night and just like chill out? I guess she can. No, she definitely can't do that. Yeah. Her quote is, uh, you get enough stalkers trying to break into your house and uh, you kind of start prepping for bad things. Yeah, oh, totally. Taylor Swift. Yeah. Also, it sucks because the those sentences aren't going to fix those people and they're going to get out and they're yeah, probably going to be worse. Of no. course, it's like going to crime college. Yeah. Um, Kira Knightley, um, a stalker, stood outside her door whispering meow at what? her. Uh, and somebody might be like, all he did was say meow, but that's a power move. That's yeah. like a psychological fucking fuck you move. It's yeah. exactly what that is. She had a series of horrifying incidents with the 50-year-old stalker, Mark Revel, uh, who at one point uh, at, at threw uh, me out at her through a letterbox of her London home. Uh, he would frequently visit her house and use chalk arrows pointing to her door. And at one point left a USC, USB at her house with cat themed music that included a note saying, listen to my music. Is and, there is there any correlation to cats with her or is just whatever he's I think he just wanted to meow at her. Um, She said, uh, since I reported the incident to police uh, after he meowed through my letterbox uh, and had a scuffle with my husband on my doorstep, we're now looking to move uh, outside of where uh, she had to move. Yeah, you just need somewhere with a little security. And like, she can afford to move, Mm -hmm. but like, ask the random person, they can't. But usually authorities are like, why don't you just move? And like, what do you mean? I, I don't have 20 grand set yeah. aside to like change houses. Well, Kira Knightley does, luckily. Um, Justin Bieber, his stalker, hired two men to castrate and murder him. What? Wow. Yeah. People have been known to crowd outside Bieber's Beverly Hills home in hopes of snagging a photo or a hug from the singer. In 2020, so this is real recently, uh, he took to Instagram to air out his frustrations, writing, how can you convince yourself to not be, uh, 
it's not completely inappropriate and disrespectful to wait outside my home and gawk, stare, and take pictures as I walk into my apartment. This is not a, ho a hotel. It's my home. Uh, in 2013, Justin experienced a truly terrifying encounter with a 41-year-old stalker who wanted to castrate and murder him. It was me. I'm just kidding. That's disgusting. Unless no. your name's Mark Stake. And, and you were 41 in 2013. You look fantastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he was caught in New York City while planning to castrate Justin with garden shears and then murder him. The, uh, he was apparently uh, operating on orders from 45-year-old Dana Martin, who said uh, his reasoning was for waiting outside to castrate and kill Justin was just uh, so people would know who I am. It's because he changed and he made me angry. I, oh, my God. Bieber still a minor in 2013, too, which is really gross. That's really scary. I'm also imagining a castration with garden stuff, and that is horrifying. Yes. I hate that. Yeah, yeah. Kendall Jenner got attacked in her driveway. Robert Pattinson went on a date with his stalker. What? What? Yeah. Uh, says, uh, unlike almost every other celebrity on this list or anyone ever, Robert uh, decided to not only interact with the stalker, but went on a date with her. While filming a movie in Spain, he said there was a woman that would stand outside his apartment every day for weeks. And I was so bored and lonely that I went out and had dinner with her oh. uh, in 2019. He said, I just complained about everything in my life and she never came back. <laughs> Good for you. I think Robert Pattinson might be my next Hollywood crush. Ooh. I would never stalk him, but I just I find him very alluring. Oh, same. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna look up a zodiac sign real quick. <laughs> yeah, Willow Smith stalker camped outside of her house for a while. Isn't uh, Willow Smith's uh, house Will Smith's house? Oh uh, yeah, I guess uh, Willow Smith. Uh, this is recently, so I, oh, I you know, so she probably lives in her. Own. Yeah. Uh, opened up about the, her experience with a stalker in December 2020. A stalker broke into her Los Angeles home while she was on vacation with her family. She later found a tent set up outside where it's assumed he was waiting and monitoring her patterns. Uh, he basically got my pattern. She said uh, he was a pedophile and I had to go to court to testify about it. Willow now has a restraining order against the person. Wow. Well, he's probably not even. Oh God, it's Lindsay Lohan's stalker believed that they were married. Uh, in 2011, Lindsay tweeted a photo of the man she believed to be stalking and threatening her. This is a this is the Freemason stalker that has been threatening to kill me uh, while he is trespassing. Uh, she said, and now deleted tweets. I'm actually scared now. Uh, the the blood in the cults uh, book was was so much. Sources at the time confirmed Lindsay was being stalked by someone, uh, but her security team was reluctant to release information. Uh, in 2014, 37 year old Daniel. Vonderbeck uh, was arrested for continually harassing uh, Lindsay and her team in London uh, where she was rehearsing for a play. He called himself King Lionheart and believed that Lindsay and him had communicated every day through social media and that they were married. And this one's actually the scariest that I didn't know about. Uh, Sandra Bullock stalker broke into her home while she was and she hid in the closet. Ooh. In 2014, Sandra was home alone uh, at her house in Bel Air when someone broke in. Uh, she ran to the closet and, frat and frantically dialed 911. Uh, it was the one night when uh, Lewis wasn't with me. That's her uh, referring to Do her son. Do you think they were like, 911? She's like, hi, someone's in my house. They're like, are you Sandra Bullock? <laughs> <laughs> Can I get an autograph? <laughs> I wouldn't put it past people. <laughs> She said it was um, the one night that her nanny asked her, uh, just let me take uh, your son with me 
uh, which is up the street because uh, you're going to be out late. The then 39-year-old uh, Joshua Corbett had been stalking Sandra for days before breaking into her home. In 2018, Corbett uh, died from suicide after a standoff with police. Wow. How that fucking intense. Oh, man. How wild is that? That's insane. Also, what do you think Robert Pattinson's Zodiac is? I have it here. Uh, what would you guess? Capricorn. Yeah, I, I don't even know all the names. Eddie, you don't like the Zodiac? You as a straight man <laughs> don't know Aquarius. about the Zodiac? He's a Taurus. Oh, he's oh, a bull. Okay. He's a bull. Aren't you a Taurus moon? Because we did a whole Zodiac chart thing. I think I'm you're a Libra. A, oh, you're a Libra, but you have a Taurus moon. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Go listen to our astrology episode. We did it in 2020 during lockdown, so well, like that, two years ago. Yeah. Well, thank you, BuzzFeed and Andrea Moore, for that wonderful list. I'm sure you know David Spade's story. Oh, right? yeah. His uh, assistant tried to kill him. Who was kind of stalking him at that point. Like, he was like a little deranged. Yeah. At least according to David, I, I just read his book, but. Yeah, no, he is he, a, there's a very, there's a long uh, Howard Stern interview about it. There. Yeah. I mean, I, I imagine that every celebrity has to deal with it at some point. Um, Probably. Yeah. Not, a, not everyone gets a guy. He had a sword, right? Did he come in with a sword? I don't know all the exact details, but I know it was a uh, pretty uh, crazy. He like came into David's Legitimately tried to kill him. With tried a to sword? Him. I think yeah. he had something like a sword. That's intense. Yeah. yeah, I can't handle it. But wow! Well, that's where Willow Smith Stalker was staying. Intense. The, mm. uh, the- <laughs> <laughs> that's it. This has been a fun episode <laughs> about stalking. Well, thank you so much, Natalie, for coming by. I'm sorry for all the information that I gave. No, it's good. This turn kind of turned into like a feminist rant. <laughs> I'm for it. I'm here for it. And if you want to hear more feminist rant, you can go listen to someplace underneath N E I T H. What is the Neith? Can you explain that? Neith is uh, an old god who uh, it's not named after the god necessarily as much as uh, Venus mm-hmm. used to have what they thought was a moon um, uh, several hundred years ago. Many astronomers saw it, and then one day they couldn't find it anymore. So basically, they had named the the moon Neith because Neith is another goddess. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, it's kind of still a mystery why it's gone if it ever existed, but it probably never existed. But we don't know completely because it was the old old astronomers from across the planet. Like it wasn't wow. they, like they knew each other. But also they all I, noted it. I have a huge of. of I want to high five all these old astronomers and map makers mm-hmm. because they really detail some shit that I'm like, yeah, how? Totally. How did you do this? You Free had a, time. a boat? Yeah. Yeah, they didn't have Twitter. That's why. <laughs> yeah. That's why. But they just did the one thing, you know, for their entire life. Yeah. Which, you know, probably has some downsides too. But I saw that a way that people knew that the earth was round because you know, it's a myth that people thought in Columbus's day that it was flat. They just um, do now. <laughs> they just do now. Like, it's a now thing. But mm-hmm. in the back of the day, they would, like, have a piece of paper out straight, and then they would, like, take two twigs or something, and then they would see that one twig had a longer shadow than the other twig. And mm-hmm. that's how you they knew that it must be a curvature in the earth. Well, yeah, smart people. Yeah, science. Yep. Yeah. Um, People have always been smart. I think we're good. I think humanity is good, smart. We're going to make it. I hope so. We got some time. At least we're going to make it until we don't. Um, yep. Either way, uh, check out some. What, what's coming up on someplace underneath? Uh, we any- just did a huge long series on parasocial exploitation, which oh. is a many limbed monster. 
uh, involving the different ways people can use other people through social media. It's kind of like grooming. I guess it's like a... Oh, it's a lot of grooming. It's an amaranth, I guess. That's another parasocial. Well, I mean, also, if you look at the Ian Watkins, I mean, th- those those kind of stories, which we, we've covered, it's musicians grooming people into things that we can't even talk about right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, yeah. go check it out. Wow. Um, Instagram, uh, someplace underneath uh, The Natty Jean, Amber Smelson, Eddie Tunes, Last Podcast Network, The Brighter Side, LPN. Twitter, at The Natty Jean, uh, at Eddie Tunes underscore, at Amber Smelson, Last Podcast Network, and at Brighter Side, LPN. Brighter Side Live on Twitch. It's the second Tuesday of every month, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern. Uh, the next one is going going to be on November 8th. Check that out. That'll be with Amber and uh, Fernando. Um, And also, uh, because I will be on my honeymoon. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, Brighter Side Live uh, is coming back to the Pack Theater on December 16th, 9 p.m. It's going to be our Christmas special. Come check that out. Um, Also, Classy Night Out will be back at the Pack on December 30th at 8 p.m. Come check that out. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, We got Patreons. Amber, what's going on with your shit? It's Amber Smelson. It's a way to support me as an artist. Also, I show you um, things I eat, how I make them. I make food very simple and delicious and uh, good, good for you. cook. Nice. Thank you. And uh, mine is patreon.com slash Tunes, and you can check out some stand-up clips uh, that are only exist there and uh, some the home of the Eddie Tunes two-hour radio hour and uh, some great playlists on Spotify and Napster. On Spotify, if you want to just go check me out, I'm, Eddie, I'm Ed Larson, and on Napster, I'm Eddie Tunes. Sticker, way, sticker giveaway is still happening. It's a, uh, the, You can mail us a self-addressed stamped envelope to the Brighter Side Care of LPN P.O. Box 470 North Hollywood, California, 91603 or you can just DM Amber myself or the brighter side and we'll get you out a sticker when we get to it but we will get it to you. We got a big Wendy, old stack. Wendy's staring at me like she's trying to promo something. Uh, Did you need something Wendy? Sand chicken. Yeah. Sand me chicken. So... I saw little pieces of chicken downstairs. Is that for her? Yeah, mm. she, got some, she got some fucking she Aww. eats better than some people and it's probably not great. <laughs> uh, you can check out uh, my movie, How America Killed My Mother, is going to be at the Smod Castle Film Festival. That's Kevin Smith's Film Festival on December. First, it's going to be playing. So go check that out there. Uh, And if you can't make it out to New Jersey, you know, screw you. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, You can rent the movie or buy it at HowAmericaKillMyMother.com. And uh, taking us out today is a a song I love. uh, And I think a lot of people who are being stalked need this. It's called uh, Can I Get a Witness by Dante's. (laughs) Uh, I love you guys. Be good to yourselves. And, uh, you know, uh, talk to someone if you feel like you're... uh, someone is uh, spending a little too much time uh, looking at you. <laughs> only, only consensually stalk one another. Yeah. Yes. Uh, love you guys. Be good to yourself. But I believe, I believe This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. 
But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application.